up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9, the game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Cleveland? Cleveland rocks? No, not as far as I'm concerned. Cleveland sucks. And Eric Fry. The brain, good times, come on, the Bears finally fired Matt Nagy. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in uh, to a new day, uh, to a new week of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 at the game ESPN. Happening out there on this um, Monday, it's just another um, Monday as it is April 17th, 2023. And got a good show lined up for you as always. Uh, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, we're both here in a studio hanging out with you for the next hour or so here on Trustful Radio. Coming up, we got a local sports to get into uh, from Friday and a Saturday. Also, take a look at the schedule uh, for uh, today. We'll hit up on some other uh, baseball as uh, MLB uh, this weekend. Recap uh, that and look forward to uh, today. And of course, Major League Baseball. We're going to start off the uh, week with a series with the Diamondbacks for the St. Louis Cardinals. As you can hear, all three of those games here on a 98.9 and. Uh, 5 of 50 will be the pregame show start tonight and first pitch game broadcast scheduled for 635 Jack Flaherty on the mound for the cards tonight but we'll explore those matchups coming up in a little bit we'll also hit up on the NBA as the postseason is underway and getting into full swing there action from Saturday and Sunday a couple of injuries significant injuries going forward it could potentially impact some uh, series there in the NBA so uh, we'll hit up on all things game one and of course uh, the NHL postseason begins uh, tonight so definitely get you set for that and uh, stay tuned I'll give you my predictions on who is going to win and hoist Stanley Cup so will I yeah so yeah. we'll see who will we'll pick there will the Bruins get it done will they hoist the Lord Stanley Cup after an historic season get Connor McDavid hoist the Stanley Cup or uh, who else could it be and we'll take a look at that and explore that and we'll hit up on some NASCAR and uh, recap our NASCAR pick'em game as well and of course it's the post weekend so we got to give you the top three moments from the uh, sports weekend as well all coming up here on today's program and in the uh, podcast I'll have a fun game to play with Travis fun game yes that involves Um, baseball I know how your uh, fun games work. So. No, no, no. This is one of those, you know, you have 
$15 things. Uh, it's it's gotcha. not my thing. I just happened to see it, and so I, I screenshot it. So we'll do that in the, the pod and see uh, see who's going to build a better rotation. Yeah, I, I see those uh, like money games uh, all the time, building uh, lineups and mm-hmm. rosters. And, yeah, I always like to to play those yes. so that's a nice little exercise yes. so <laughs> we'll take care of that in the uh podcast and of course uh, we'll give thanks to the folks from mcmahon meets tingley insurance agency web pools and spas worth computer repair and at the top of the state of bank for bringing you uh, today as our program and bringing you the uh, start in a lineup all right so we got a lot to get to here on this uh, post weekend like we always do on monday so let's waste no more time and let's get it off with first things first before we get into the show. First things first. And we're going to lead off with the NBA, but to show you that the NFL is a king after game ones go off in the NBA, it's been the talk for three and a half hours, but then something slid in there just a Less than uh, 45 minutes ago, it was uh, that uh, Jalen Hurts, for the uh, quarterback for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, agrees to a monster extension and a $255 million five-year extension with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, including some $179 million in guarantees and a, a no full no-trade clause as well. And that's coming in from the wire from ESPN's Adam Schefter uh, this morning that Jalen Hurts signing a big five-year extension and Jalen Hurts getting that coin here today. He's having a nice little Monday uh, to start off his week. So Jalen Hurts getting paid with a five-year extension. Travis, I want your opinion on this. Well, I mean, hey, he's got $179 million and guaranteed. I know that's a little bit less than uh, the contracts uh, they were talking about with the money involved with uh, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, and all that. But, hey, Philadelphia, they wrap up their franchise quarterback, and I, I don't mind it. And Jalen Hurts, definitely uh, take it uh, here with the, the money compensation here. And... Hey, I, I like it for Philadelphia. As a Cowboys fan, Travis, I like this. Yeah? Because I don't think it's a great move. Why not? He just, he just came off a, a season where he finished second place yes. in MVP. Yes. Last season was great. The year before that, he went 8-7 and seven and had 3,000 yards but only 16 touchdowns and 9 picks. Hmm. He's gotten sacked, Travis, 77 times in his two years as a starter including 38 times last year, 26 times the year before that. Last year he was sacked for 231 yards. Hmm. So, yes, he runs a lot. Yes, he was great last year, but was it a year? Uh, I would have – this is me. I would have waited until next year. Let me see how he does with a new offensive coordinator, a new defensive coordinator, and a completely new offensive line because that's what he's getting. Yeah, we've talked about that about Philadelphia countless times this season, this off season. Mm-hmm. They lost their offensive coordinator, their defensive coordinator, a lot of their line left. Yeah, and went to other places. Let me see what he is without last year. Was last year a blip, or was last year 
the trend. If last year's the trend, then I justify this and think it's a good deal. Hmm. I don't know if it is. His reliability is an issue for me. Especially five years with his style of play, Travis. That's a big commitment. Yeah, it's a big commitment, but I know that's always the talk about of, you know, these quarterbacks that like to run or could have some injury history. Obviously, that's one of the things that is hanging up the Lamar Jackson uh, deal there as well. But, uh, you know, from a Philadelphia Eagles standpoint, you're hoping that it's with the growth and improvement uh, rather than just a blimp on the radar and kind of like a more so flash than pain, I guess you're, you're trying to say. Uh, but, you know, he just took the Eagles uh, to the Super Bowl and, uh, again, finished the second place in the MVP at 3,700 yards, 22 touchdowns, six picks, and also uh, ran for 13 scores as well. And, uh, you know, he jumped from 19th in QBR, uh, 54.6 to fourth this season, 66.4, and also improved his completion percentage as well and he also uh, dropped his average time before he threw with all those sacks there of mm-hmm. 3.12 seconds that was 31st in the NFL the year prior but then this year is kind of the middle of the road with 2.7 seconds uh, on average for his his performance uh, there so uh, you know I, I get the trepidation uh, on your part about you know is this uh, going to be a trend going forward mm-hmm. or whatnot but uh, I I think it's a good move. Here's the other thing, Travis. Here for this 45 games he's been in, he has 27 fumbles. He's had nine fumbles each of the past three seasons. Yeah, I mean the that's way a high number. It is the the way that he runs and whatnot, and sometimes it's susceptible to those fumbles. So. Yeah. Like I again. I I get everyone, and I heard ESPN on here earlier saying, oh, this is amazing, this is a great deal, blah, 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 blah. I, I understand what you're saying. But to me personally, looking at it, there's a lot more unknowns on that Philly team than there is knowns. Hmm. And I just I spent so. a big chunk of my cap on Hurts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. And also, it secures him in his future in the sense of a no trade clause. So, uh, yeah, now you're stuck with him. Stuck with him, but we've seen quarterbacks in the past. I know that they brought up Derek Carr as well, and look how that turned out. He, um, did eventually get dealt, but he basically had his pickings of which team uh, that he wants to go to. So if for some reason the Philadelphia does want to move on later on, uh, he has the ability to uh, pick his destination uh, there if he so would so choose. I don't know why he would, but uh, hey, this gives him uh, power in that aspect and no trade clause and gives him $179 million guaranteed. Like I said, not as much as Deshaun Watson got, $230 million guaranteed on his latest contract and Kyler Murray, $189 million uh, there. So $10 million more than uh, Mr. Hurts guaranteed. Uh, but he is the highest salary uh, player as he's making $51 million now and Aaron Rodgers only 50.3 and Russell Wilson 49 million are the top three quarterbacks there from a contract perspective there inside the numbers 
of Jalen Hurts' new fancy smancy contract uh, there uh, for Mr. Hurts. So yeah, and again, I I understand why you do it if you're Philly. I understand why Philly fans are happy with it because you think this is the guy. Mm-hmm. But me yeah. being an outsider looking at it, to me, until he does it again, it's a year. Yeah. I mean, and it's that defense helped out a lot last year. It did, yeah. Now, I will say this. I think that Jalen Hurts gets more done with less around him. Yeah, that big acquisition of A.J. Brown helped helped out a 100%. lot. 100%. And Devontae, Devontae Smith is great. Mm-hmm. But running-wise, uh, Miles Sanders? I, I guess he led the team in rushing, actually, if you believe that last year. Sanders or Hurts? Sanders. Hmm. Yeah, over 12,000 yards last year. Hmm. How about that? Or 1,200, not 12,000. That's a lot of yards. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. Um, so I just, I'd be hesitant, but it's the trend. I get it's it the is, trend yeah. in the NFL. We're going to pay these quarterbacks. That's what we're paying. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks getting paid. We're locking up our franchise guys. Yep. I'm not 100% sure that's the right thing to always do. Yeah. Because there's so many unknowns. He has started two seasons. Yeah, basically. He started two seasons. There's no basically. His first year, he started five games. Yeah, he took over in 2021 after uh, the Wentz trade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he... 23 and 11 as a starter. Yes. Including 14 and 1 last year. Yes, but in in 2020, he started four games and went 1 and 3. And it's also his rookie season. Yes. 2021, he started 15 games and went 8 and 7. And last year, he went 14 and 1. Yeah. I that's not enough to tell me, oh, this is what we're gonna get every year out of him. Yeah. It just isn't. Yeah, I mean I can I can see that for sure. But uh and then this also brings up the whole conversation of uh Lamar Jackson. Uh does he feel like before he wanted to be the highest paid player? Uh, in the NFL and the guaranteed money was also a little bit hang up for him. So uh, does he think that he's better uh, than uh, Hertz? The statistics would say no. And Hertz has done more uh, than Lamar has, especially in the playoffs. He's got all the way to the Super Bowl. And I know that uh, Lamar is an MVP and Hertz just finished second. Uh, but uh, so this could kind of dictate of whether uh, what contract that Lamar gets. Uh, here as well it definitely could and to me the the difference is the age and the years you know Jalen Hurts is 24 years old Mm -hmm. he's got a lot of football still in front of him Lamar is Lamar Jackson is 26 he's 26 he's already been doing it for four years going into year five Mm mm-hmm there's a lot more wear and tear on his body at this point than Jalen Hurts. Because remember, Jalen Hurts sat out a 
basically a year where he wasn't starting. He played, but he yeah. wasn't starting. Mm. Day before my birthday is is uh, Hertz birthday. Wow, go. pretty cool. I don't. I don't think so. I. I. I don't see Lamar beating Hertz. Right. Because Lamar is trending downward. Yeah, I. I don't think you can give him more money. No. Than than this. And I think you'd be out of your mind to give him more years. Yeah. So I do feel that it is going to be a case of. Lamar's going to get less if he is going to get anything from the Ravens. Um, right. But what I'm thinking Lamar is playing on Travis is that there are desperate teams out there for a quarterback. Yeah, they just uh, they haven't been public. Is with, he an upgrade it? over what they have? Yeah. And we've gone through this exercise 45,000 times. We have. Do I think Lamar Jackson is a top 32 quarterback? That would make him a starter in the league. Yes. Yes. 100% yes. I don't think there's anyone doubting that. Is he a top 15 quarterback? Yes. I, I would say yes, not as comfortably, obviously. Would you have him as a top five quarterback? Ooh, top five. Hmm. I mean, I already see three that uh, jump out, yep. jump out to me. Yep. With the uh, Rogers thrown in there too. Yep. Hmm. I don't know. I I can't I can't put him in the top five. No. I would probably slide Lamar Jackson in that nine to twelve range. Yeah. Somewhere in there. So, to me, he should be paid as the ninth to 12th best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Hmm. Because, again, he hasn't had the playoff postseason runs. Yep, everyone's gone through that exercise. Yep, yep. So, you know, his playoff resume. Yeah, it's not <laughs> great. No. And his passing yards aren't great. You're getting Lamar Jackson a rusher. His MVP season, his passing yards were great. But since then, they've gone downhill. Now, could you say, oh, well, it's the product of the offense. Oh, it's a product of not having the guys around him. Okay. But by you asking for more money, less valuable name talent are going to come in for that money. Hmm. Yeah. And you would expect some of his numbers to, to go down after an MVP season uh, like that. To but me, with Lamar Travis, it's more of the durability thing. I mean, he started yeah, 12 games really, the past two seasons. I really think that that's one of the the hangups. 100% it is. That's why these teams are, are scared to give him what he's wanting, and he's not backing down right. from and that's that why number. He, and that's why he wants the guaranteed uh, money and the re and kind of insurance yeah. for that. So I I and that's why no one else is really balking at, at him. So it's just going to be the Ravens or nothing. You're either going to have to uh, play for the Ravens or you're going to have to sit out. I still f I still think Travis that Indy will be there. Yeah, I mean they're the you one. And me hope so. They're the one team besides Baltimore. 
that I think. Because I think everyone else would have already made those calls. Yeah. But the fact, and we'll talk about later on in the Sports Center, uh, the quote that I got from uh, the Colts earlier uh, this weekend from Jim Irsay and what he tweeted. Yep. Hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah, we will. We'll we'll talk about that coming up in uh, <laughs> in Sports Center. And of course, the NFL draft is uh, coming up uh, later this month. So uh, a week from Thursday, the Colts they're going to be uh, sitting there wondering what they're going to be doing uh, there with their uh, selection. So uh, we'll get to uh, Irsay's uh, quote coming up in a little bit. But right now we got to step away and we're going to come back talking some local sports, local baseball, and a softball from Friday, Saturday, and get you set for the schedule today. All coming up here on the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Topless State Bank. And Topless Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Our client's success is our success. When you're in business, planning a marketing strategy and keeping up with marketing trends can be tough. At Cromwell Media in Effingham, we get that, but we're here to help. That's what we do. Current marketing specialists at Cromwell Media in Effingham have years of experience helping local businesses grow. We've built many great relationships. Sound like something you'd like to be a part of? Cromwell Media offers a great opportunity to work with local businesses to help them grow. Experience is preferred, but we'll work with you if you're not. Main thing is to build relationships and to help people. We have the tools it takes to get you to the next level. So if you're ready for a rewarding career, we'd love to talk to you. Full or part-time positions available. For more information, go to effinghamradio.com or email your resume to sheila.myers at cromwellmedia.com or drop off at 405 South Banker, Suite 2 Opportunity, Affirmative Action Employer. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Show her how much she means to you this Mother's Day. Join the Mother's Day extravaganza and stop by our participating sponsors to win over $350 in prizes to be given away just in time for Mother's Day. Stop by Rouse Jewelry, John Booth's Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Behold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, and Shallerch Sewing Center. One qualifier will be chosen from each location, and one winner will be announced Wednesday, May 10th. 
So stop by all locations to increase your chances of winning. Brought to you by Rouse Jewelry, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, The Hold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, Charlotte Sewing Center, and Cromwell Media Group in Effingham. Small business owners, we know finishing your to-do list can feel like rowing upstream. But it's a river, a whitewater river, and the only paddles you have are pool noodles. Then when a new to-do pops up, you're like, nope, I'm already rowing upstream with these pool noodle paddles. At Progressive, we don't want to make your day any harder. That's why we make it easy to get personalized discounts with a commercial auto insurance quote online. So your to-do list is smooth sailing. See if you can save on commercial auto insurance in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverages and discounts not available in all states and subject to policy terms and underwriting. And now. But I think that it would be just funny if Ohio State, after Dabo ranked them number 11, they come in and whoop some Clemson Tiger butt and... The last image of Trevor Lawrence is him crying his eyes out, losing in a semifinals, knowing that he's going to Jacksonville and to NFL purgatory. The starting lineup. So what we found out on this episode of the podcast, by the way, is that travel, Travis is very vengeful and yep. hurtful to others. Absolutely. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you. Let's hit up on uh, some uh, local sports uh, from over the uh, weekend. Let's touch quickly on a couple of games that happened on uh, Friday as well. We'll start off here. Uh, Altamont, they got the win over Hamilton West Hancock, 13-204. Big innings there for the fourth and a fifth innings for Altamont. Five in the fourth, seven runs in the uh, fifth inning and two. Uh, get their 13 runs and also 12 hits as well. Uh, Mason Robinson, he uh, gets the win on the mound. He goes five innings, giving up uh, four runs, walking three, but strikeout nine uh, batters there. As it was, uh, Hamer picking up four RBIs in this one. Uh, AR also had a three to pace the Indians' attack there. On a Friday, it was St. Anthony defeating Casey 13-2-0. Uh, big innings for the Bulldogs in the third and a fourth. They picked up four in the third and eight more in the fourth inning. Uh, Ruhal goes all five innings, only giving up one hit and striking out seven batters uh, there. It was also a Dietrich getting the win over Sisney by the final of a 10-2-5. As a Dietrich, they uh, picked up a three in the fourth and four. Four in the uh, fifth, and they would obviously want to win there. Uh, Lighty gets the win in relief for uh, the Maroons. He goes three innings, giving up a one earned run and striking out a, a couple of batters there. Offensively, uh, they were led by Wessendorf. He had three RBIs, and Niebergi picked up two RBIs to pace the Maroons' attack. And then on a Friday, the uh, South Central wooden bat tournament uh, started off there on Friday, and it was South Central picking up the shutout win over North Clay, a 9-2-0 uh, there as Aiden Dotson had it going on on the mound. He struck out 12 batters while not allowing a hit, and Booz takes the loss for North Clay. 
on the mound there. It was only over Sullivan 3-2, Mount Carmel over Princeton 9-0 in the Apollo. It was uh, Chatham Glenwood over Mount Zion 9-5, Charleston over Rantoul 7-0 there. In the Lincoln Prairie, it was Arthur defeating Cumberland 2-1 there. And Sarah Gordo, they shut out Argenta 7-0, Villa Grove all over Decatur LSA 15-0, and Arcola they went in a blowout over Blue Ridge, 23-1 to there. And Central Illinois is St. T over Tuscola, 17-2. Shelbyville over Warrensville Latham, 9-4. And Clinton shuts out Central A&M, 7-2-0. Uh, South Central Conference saw Carlinville defeat Hillsborough, 15-2-0. And Piasaw defeating Vandalia, 6-4 there in baseball. On a Friday in a softball, you had Topolis to get the win over Flora, 12 to 8. Uh, Newton gets the shutout over Altamont, 10 to nothing, and uh, Saint Anthony all over Monticello, 18 to 2 on a Friday. It's also Tolona Unity getting the win over Paris, 8 to 4. Is Effingham over Champaign Central, 18 to 6, and Effingham really involved in a lot of high-scoring games mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh, Effingham picked up five in the first inning, six in the third and a fourth innings uh, there. As uh, they were led by Donaldson, she had four RBIs. So did Harvey uh, there. Uh, Riley Cunningham ends up picking up the win in uh, the circle. She goes a couple innings, only giving up a couple hits and walking five, but striking out three batters there for the Hearts win on Friday. It was a Charleston sweeping a doubleheader with Muhammad Seymour, both by 16-5 to scores. It was Mattoon splitting a couple games. They won over St. Joe Ogden 8-1, to but failed to Marion 7-2 to in their next contest. Arcola, they beat Cumberland 10-6. Arthur over Heritage 18-2. to And the Central Illinois is Tuscola over St. T 18-1. to South Central Conference, high-scoring offensive affair here. Vandalia got the win over Piasol 12-11 there. And then on Saturday, Altamont continued with a couple of games there in Beardstown. And Altamont beat Beardstown 5-1 there to start off the day for the Indians. And Altamont picked up runs in the second, third, fifth inning. And they also picked up two in the fourth. They score Five runs on eight hits, only holding Beardstown to a three hits in the game. Hammer and McManaway tag team for the pitching efforts there. Hammer gets the win. He goes five innings, giving up a couple of hits, striking out three. McManaway goes to the final two innings and strikes out four batters there pitching-wise. Mason Robinson picks up a couple RBIs, and other RBIs go to Earhart and Miller. That is Kata Miller there for the win for Altamont. Five to one, and then in the championship there, uh, Altamont fell to Quincy Notre Dame, a ten to a five, as uh, Quincy scored in every inning except for the seventh. So hmm. uh, putting up uh, the runs, and uh, Altamont picked up a run in the fifth. They picked up two in the sixth and seventh innings. Uh, but obviously, Quincy Notre Dame offensively. Uh, getting it done there. Uh, Elam takes the loss on the mound. He goes four innings, giving up eight hits, uh, six earned runs, and striking out four batters. Uh, Schultz and Robbins come in in relief, and uh, Altamont falls a short there. Uh, Miller picks up a couple RBIs in this one. Earhart and uh, Schultz and Phillips are the other credited RBIs 
for Altamont there. It was a CHBC of Brownstown and a Red Hill having a little round robin as it was a CHBC again the win over Brownstown of St. Elmo 15-2-8 in game of two as a CHBC they scored in every uh, inning except for the uh, fourth there and Evans picks up the win uh, for the Bobcats. He goes five and two thirds innings, giving up eight hits. Uh, Stein, uh, he goes uh, three plus innings, uh, taking the loss for Brownstown. Uh, Atwood had a home run and two RBIs in the game. Also, accredited RBIs uh, there uh, for Brownstown. Stein and uh, Huber Garner there and it was also uh, Brownstown getting the win over Red Hill 6-4 to four. Atwood goes the distance in that one he strikes out 13 batters over the course of 7 innings and also had 3 RBIs at the dish as well for the Bombers and a St- uh, uh, Schwab and a Stein to pick up RBIs there as well it was also Red Hill defeating a CHBC, shutting them out 10 to nothing. CHBC had five hits in the game, but couldn't push across a run to the plate, and Doty takes the loss there. Uh, it was uh, in the Wooden Bat Tournament, continuing there in South Central is North Clay, picking up the win over Flora 11 to nothing, and uh, South Central defeated Flora 4 to 1, and they also defeated Woodlawn 15 to nothing to win their own Wooden Bat Tournament. There on Saturday, uh, South Central in that Florida game, they picked up runs in the third and seventh inning, and Flora's lone run came in the sixth. Uh, West gets the win on the mound. He goes three innings, doesn't allow a hit or a run, and strikes out four. Uh, Markley picks up two RBIs at the dish, and Watwood and Dotson have RBIs for the Cougars. And uh, South Central put up a 10 spot in the second inning on Woodlawn in that game. Uh, Thompson and Magnus both went deep and had three RBIs. And that one, Dunn gets the win, only giving up a hit and eight strikeouts there. Little line was Salem over Newton, 11-9, to as Salem picked up four runs in the second and sixth inning. Uh, Flowers takes a loss on the mound for the Eagles. Mahaffey and Jansen both drive in a couple of runs. And Newton picks up the win over Robinson, 3-2 uh, to two there. Newton picked up one in the first inning. Robinson tied it up in the third, and then they took the lead 2-1 to one in the fourth. But then Newton picking up a pair in the sixth inning. They go on to win. Meinhardt gets the win on the mound. And Flor, uh, Flowers and Harris pick up RBIs for the Eagles. Also was Arthur over a KZ 15-2-12 on a Saturday. Marshall dropping a couple games to a Champaign Central and a Bradley. In the Apollo Conference, it was FEM defeating Mattoon 7-3. And then Mattoon wins in the second game 3 to one there, so FEM and Mattoon split a pair in that one as all three of Mattoon's runs come there in the sixth inning there in the three to one game. Lone RBI for the Hearts was credited to Nichols there as Harper takes the loss in relief, and Helms picks up the win on the other side for the Green Wave in the seven to three victory for the Hearts. Beginning there for FEM fourth inning. They scored four in uh, that one. Uh, Nichols had a couple RBIs in that one as well, and he also picks up the win on the mound as well in that split Apollo game. Charleston also split with Muhammad 6-5, and Muhammad defeated Charleston 8-3, and Lincoln sweeps a doubleheader over Taylorville 10-5 and 14-6. 
as well. Central Illinois Conference, Warrensville Latham, they defeated uh, Athens 15-7 uh, in the South Central Conference. It was uh, Pleasant Plains over Piasaw 4-3, and then uh, the Birds also dropped one against Freeburg 9-1. Hillsborough dropped a couple of games to Lincolnwood and Litchfield uh, there, and Nicomas also beat Litchfield as well. In a softball, a lot of action happening there in uh, Saturday as it was Redbud, Newton, and Greenville squaring off in uh, triangular there. Redbud got the win over Newton 2-1 to one in a close one, and then Newton also beat Greenville 15-2 to nothing. And Casey went in uh, three games against Cumberland, Champaign Central, and Dietrich. As well, Marshall went in uh, three games over Cole City, Arthur, and Tuscola. Uh, Mount Carmel splitting a couple games with Mount Vernon, went losing that one, uh, but then beating Harrisburg 5-1. to one. Robinson, they uh, sweep a couple games against Oblong and uh, defeated Altamont 17-0. Uh, in Apollo action, it was FEM uh, sweeping the doubleheader against Mattoon. 10-9 was the final as offense was a plenty there in on Saturday morning. And then also they went in the second game 13-12 to as well. Lincoln Prairie is champion central. Uh, they beat uh, Tri-County 13-3. Saragordo dropped the game against Morrow Forsyth 15-0. Uh, central Illinois Conference. Uh, Salt Monticello beat Sullivan 11-10 in eight innings. Warrensboro Latham sweeps a doubleheader. Springfield Lamphere 19-2 and 20-1 uh, there. Uh, CHPC also dropped the game against Hillsborough 8-4. And Hillsborough also beat Ramsey 13-2 there. All on a Saturday, and we have a full report on Friday and a Saturday's action over on the website, femradio.com. So go check out the full list of scores over on the website. Uh, games going on today, we got Windsor's Two Straws against Altamont, North Clay against Fairfield, Dietrich at Odin, Little Illini, Red Hill hosting Newton, KZ hosting Lawrenceville, and the Apollo, Charleston's at Tatopolis, Bloomington is at Mount Zion, Lincoln Prairie, Cumberland is traveling to Blue Ridge, Tri-Counties at Heritage, LSA at Ocot Valley, and Arthur is at Villa Grove, Central Illinois, Tuscola hosting Central NM, St. T is at Clinton, and softball, you got Altamont hosting Windsor's Two Straws, St. Elmo at St. Anthony, Dietrich at Odin, South Central at Tatopolis, North Clay, Clay City at Grayville, Little Illini, Newton's at Mattoon, Casey hosting Lawrenceville, Robinson at Paris, Taylorville's at Lincolnwood, Central NM is at Tuscola, uh, Warrensburg, Latham, Sullivan, Clinton, St. T., uh, Cumberland's hosting Argenta. Arcola is at Heritage. Arthur at Villa Grove. Uh, in a tennis action, we got Casey at FEM. Uh, Mattoon hosting Newton. Flora at Topless. And we also got track meets at St. Anthony. And a North Clay is at Red Hill as well. Again, that full schedule is on the website, fmradio.com. If you just click on the uh, news and events, local sports, and local sports tab is the one to take care of that business over there on the website, fmradio.com. All right, let's continue on and let's continue on with the baseball from MLB coming up on the way here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post 9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. 
you can submit a claim for your PACT Act related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Are you ready to upgrade to a new or newer vehicle? Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota wants to buy your car, and we're offering top dollar regardless of the make or model. Our expert appraisers will give you a fair and transparent evaluation. Plus, when you sell to us, you'll have access to our extensive inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles at unbeatable prices. Don't wait. Save the most here at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. Small business owners, we know finishing your to-do list can feel like rowing upstream. But it's a river, a whitewater river, and the only paddles you have are pool noodles. Then when a new to-do pops up, you're like, nope, I'm already rowing upstream with these pool noodle paddles. At Progressive, we don't want to make your day any harder. That's why we make it easy to get personalized discounts with a commercial auto insurance quote online. So your to-do list is smooth sailing. See if you can save on commercial auto insurance in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverages and discounts not available in all states and subject to policy terms and underwriting. And now. Now, here's the thing. I was just looking at ESPN. They have their team stats. And I almost choked on the water I hadn't drank yet. Because it says for the Saints, they've given up nine points per game. That's it. The starting lineup. That is not right. It's just the playoffs. No. It's, it's cumulative of the season, I believe. Well, maybe not. It's just the playoffs. No, because they give up. Okay. It is. You're right. Okay, never mind. Don't listen to me. I'll be sitting over here being quiet. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. St. Louis City snapped a two-game losing streak with a dominant 5-1 victory over FC Cincinnati at City Park on Saturday. St. Louis is first place in the West with six wins, no draws, and two losses for 18 points. The clubs go up against Colorado this Saturday. Mizzou Tigers are poaching some town away from the Indiana Hoosiers. Former Hoosier guard Tamar Bates announced that he is transferring to Mizzou's basketball program on Friday. Bates started two of the 35 games he appeared with Indiana last season. He averaged just over six points a game. Chicago Bulls season came to an end on Friday. Chicago lost its playing game against Miami Heat, 102-91. Chicago led by three with under four minutes left in regulation, but the Bulls ended the game on the wrong side of a 15-1 run. DeMar DeRozan scored 26 points in the losing effort. The Bulls missed the playoffs and finished the season with a 40-42 and record. Jim Irsay is willing to put it all on the table. The Colts owner gave an inside look of the Colts draft strategy in a recent tweet. Irsay tweeted four pictures of the top quarterback prospects in the upcoming draft with the caption, all options on the table, but we like our position and are very excited, end quote. According to ESPN, Indianapolis will be hosting Kentucky quarterback Will Levis for a pre-draft visit today. Colts currently have the fourth overall pick in the first round, which is set to begin April 27th. And Paul George is likely going to miss the first round of the entire NBA playoffs. 
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry back with the uh, Sports Center reads today, and we'll get to those uh, playoffs. The Clippers didn't need them yesterday mm-hmm. against the uh, Suns. We'll get into the uh, playoffs of both NBA and NHL coming up in the pod. But yeah, what do you think of uh, Irsay's uh, tweet? So they're tweet, good? Tweeting out a picture of all four of the top quarterback prospects mm-hmm. and then the caption, all options on the table, but we like our position and are very excited. What's position on that? Position in the draft? That's position with your quarterback? That's all it says. <laughs> they can't be fine with their quarterback position. No. I mean, I could say that the position in the draft, that's what that means. But, but I took I that, know. Travis, is that the Colts are wanting to make a splash in the draft. And there's yeah. nothing splashier than going and getting Lamar Jackson. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would think that the big splash in the draft from that comment was that they're going to take one of those uh, f- four guys and all of them are on the table. That's what I take it as. I still hope someone trades with the Cardinals. Yeah, that, that and option Indy is open too. And fourth is just they're left with whoever's left. Yeah, that option is on the table. Uh, as well. Hey, speaking of the uh, Cardinals, segue yes. there. They're on tonight starting a series with the uh, Diamondbacks right here on 98.9. But you heard all weekend the uh, four-game set with the uh, Pirates. Well, uh, yesterday a walk-off winner for the uh, Cards, Tommy Edmond, uh, coming through in the clutch. A walk-off single there to uh, split the series with the uh, Pirates as uh, Cardinals winning on uh, Friday and yesterday and Pirates winning on Saturday and a, another it seems like every single day it's something new with the uh, Cardinals talking about uh, the water cooler uh, talk and uh, coming out of Friday and going into Saturday. And then after Saturday's game uh, was the usage of uh, Jordan Hicks as well. He's out of minor league options. And uh, all he's saying, he's not going to be used in high leverage situations. Well, on Saturday, he came in in extra innings and give up that two-run go-ahead bomb by Andrew McCutcheon uh, there. And, uh, yeah, so uh, everyone's pretty much done with uh, Jordan Hicks in uh, Cardinals Nation, mm-hmm. or at least uh, used in uh, clutch situations uh, there. Has not worked out very well for Mr. Hicks at all, and it didn't end up very well on Saturday. But uh, something new, something new to talk about. Yeah, there, it seems Every like there's day. a lot of stuff to talk about with this Cardinal Every team. Every day. It's just, I'm sure Cardinal Nation wishes it was positive stuff to talk about. I know, about, but and it's hey, not. No, you get you get stuff to talk about. No. And uh, the uh, Red Sox, they won yesterday a 2-1. to one. They're wrapping up their series uh, today, but it's not off to a very good start. They're already trailing 5-1. to one in the bottom of the second with the Angels. Of course, it's the Boston Marathon uh, today, so that's why they are uh, playing right now. And they had a rain delay there as well. Also there. So uh, the uh, Nationals, uh, they won on Sunday to uh, uh, preserve a game in the series. Uh, They won 7-6, but uh, Cleveland ends up uh, winning the whole thing. Uh, The Yankees, uh, they salvaged a split with the Twins. They beat uh, uh, Minnesota yesterday 2 to nothing on the back of Garrett Cole's two-hitter. It's been awesome so far, uh, 4-0 now, .95 ERA. And uh, Stanton going to the IL, though for the Yankees, mm. so not good for them. And uh, the Rays did it. They uh, they lost. I told you they would. They finally lost. Not did they lose one, Travis. They How lost did twice. They yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the uh, Blue Jays ended up winning the series. So, I told you. Uh, they, they salvaged one yesterday. They won 8-1. to one. 
I told you. Wait till they face a good team. That's exactly what happened. Sure enough, that's exactly what happened. People say I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, The Diamondbacks ended up winning on Sunday, salvaging a game in the series, avoiding the sweep. They won five to nothing. Uh, Hey, they beat Alcantara on uh, Sunday. Mm -hmm. It was the Phillies and Reds. They split a four-game set as well. They won. uh, Philly did fourteen to three. They scored a nine in one inning there. It was the Braves getting the series win over the uh, Royals, five to a four. They swept the Royals at that. So Braves now twelve and four on the season. Uh, Baltimore they win the series against the uh, White Sox and they won it yesterday, eight to four. Uh, the Mets they win one in extras of four to three against the A's. They sweep that series as well. Oakland three and thirteen. Ugh. Not good. No, and apparently they have a possum living in the visitors' broadcast booth. Even worse, <laughs> it's like let's go, guys. Let's uh, let's get this taken care of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle, they win the series against the Rockies. They end up sweeping it. They won one to nothing uh, yesterday. Also, the Brewers taking the series uh, with the uh, Padres as well, and they win one to nothing. It was the Rangers getting the win over the Astros nine to one on Sunday Night Baseball, winning the series as well and it was the cubs getting the win on a sunday three to two and they end up taking the series over the uh, dodgers that's out in LA, right led by patrick wisdom and uh cody bellinger as well that's right more to come in the top three for me oh really in this game huh. for this one huh. two out of three from the dodgers so it's pretty good i'm i'm just saying I was questioning the Ian Happ move, Travis, but I, I, I was looking on social media wanting to know what other Cub fans were thinking, Travis. Mm-hmm. They're thinking we're going all in. I like it. They're thinking that we're a contender. Hmm. There you go. Uh, we're not even three weeks into the season yet, people. Yeah. Chill. No. Chill. But, hey, you should have an easy series. You're out in Oakland. You're taking on the A's. Hey, that means we'll probably get swept. <laughs> so, hopefully, you do the sweeping uh, there. Uh, the Guardians are starting a series with Detroit. Giants are in uh, Miami to take on the Marlins. Rays are starting a series with the Reds. Uh, Rangers, Royals, Blue Jays in Houston Take on the Strohs. Pirates starting a series with the Rockies. Brewers are in Seattle. Take on the Mariners. Uh, Braves against the Padres. They're looking to get Max Freed uh, back as well there for Atlanta on the mound tonight. Uh, Mets and a Dodgers tonight. And the Phillies and White Sox were supposed to start a series, but that game's already been postponed due to cold temperatures and high winds expected there in Chicago. Hey, I don't know why they do it, but... Uh, that's just what happens. They're going to play a doubleheader uh, tomorrow uh, there. Uh, but, of course, Cardinal Baseball with the Diamondbacks again. Uh, 5.50 pregame show start here on 98.9. 6.35 broadcast It's going to be Mario Kelly going up against Jack Flaherty uh, tonight for the uh, Cardinals. Diamondbacks off to a 9-7 and start and flip that around. Record for the Cardinals. Uh, so uh, we'll see what the Diamondbacks have coming to town before we have a little uh, West Coast swing for the Cardinals starting at the end of the week uh, there. So uh, we'll definitely be tuned into that game. And like I said, coming up, it's the uh, top three moments from the uh, sports weekend and uh, some stuff with the uh, Dodgers and uh, Cubs on the way coming up here to close out the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back.
Low prices on seasonal favorites keep springing up at Rural King. Save $5 on a two-gallon hand sprayer from Chapin, now just $12.99. And stock up on mulch in all your favorite colors for just $2.49 a bag. Plus, save some green on 40-pound bags of Greenskeeper Secret All-Purpose Fertilizer, now just $14.99. Shop these deals and more at RuralKing.com or your neighborhood Rural King. America's farm and home store. Webster Tire and Auto Service, this is Tyler. How can I help you? Hi, can I get an oil change today? Yes, we can always get you in today. And how much will that cost me? Our full service oil change starts at $39.95. That's right. We guarantee to get your car in the shop the same day you call. Or you can even skip the call and try our new Webster Express service. Pull right in for quick, quality service at an affordable price. We take convenience for our customers seriously. We have loaner cars where we can pick your car up from your workplace to make your life easier. Speaking of taking it easy, going on vacation soon? Let us help you get there safely. Oh, and check your oil change sticker. Due for an oil change? Pull into Webster Tire and Auto Service today on Automotive Street in Totopolis. WebsterTireAndAuto.com, where we care about you and your car. And now, the starting lineup. It is disrespectful to have the softball national championship at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What is that? On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in here to the uh, starting lineup. We're only here on a 98.9. We're just a, a smidge a bit longer. Coming up into the uh, pod, we're going to be uh, focusing in on uh, playoffs, NBA, NHL. NHL begins tonight. We'll get our Stanley Cup picks yep. as well as that uh, money game that we're playing yep. as well. And a NASCAR coming up as well. Yes. Recap of Pick'em there. But we're closing out the show like we always do here on Trust Show Radio. And uh, we got to get you the top three moments from the sports weekend. So let's go. And now. It's time for the top three. Top three moments from the sports weekend in no particular order, but I am going to start off with my number three. And we're starting off in the NBA playoffs as it was Russell Westbrook coming up huge in the clutch, making some free throws at the very end, and then the block on Devin Booker, and then the wherewithal to throw it off of Booker as well while Booker is complaining about a foul, of and that preserves the win for the Clippers, stealing game one on the road against Phoenix. I'll still say you cannot win an NBA championship with Russell Westbrook, but he came up big for the Clippers. They did win a game. In game one, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, my first one, Travis, Tony Stewart, NASCAR driver, dirt track owner. Now you can put NHRA drag car race winner. That's right. He won an NHRA drag race this weekend, a professional <laughs> field tournament style, won it all. Went over 330-some miles per hour in his final round in his top fuel dragster. So, wow. how about Tony Stewart? He just gets in whatever it is and says, I'll just go race that. And he looks like yeah. a guy who sits on his front porch. <laughs> I heard him talk about it in the uh, booth the other yeah. week about yeah, doing that. Yeah, he ended that. up winning. It was his first career win. Wow. His wife is, is recently recently became married, and his wife is a drag racer, drag car really? racer. So, mm. that is that's where that came from. Hmm, gotcha. Family that drags together. Uh, never mind, go ahead. 
Okay. I'd be interested to see how you finish that. But, uh, my number two uh, from the sports weekend, and that's where uh, that I have Cody Bellinger. He homered yesterday. He had a nice little bat flip as well. He robbed a home run for Jason Hayward, a little former uh, Cub yeah. and former Dodger uh, doing that. One for one yeah. But then on Friday, his first appearance back in L.A., it's a pick, pitch clock violation for acknowledging the crowd and getting a standing ovation. Really? Yeah. The I umpire. Didn't see that? Yeah. The umpire read the room. <laughs> he got a oh, pitch clock violation. That is so. Oh, thank goodness <laughs> Albert didn't come back to St. Louis for the pitch clock. I know. If we're gonna. Oh, Travis, that makes me read mad. the room, Blue. That, that makes me mad. You can't call <laughs> come a pitch. Come on. Like. No, 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 I don't blame the umpire. The umpire's following the rule. Yeah, I blame the rule. Yeah, like you should say. have a a, a pause. Yeah, and, like pitcher get off like the McC- mound. McCutcheon like, did. Yeah, like uh, that's <laughs> annoying. That's annoying. My number two, Travis, uh, takes us uh, to NASCAR on uh, Saturday. John Hunter Nemechek won the race. We've had this happen before during his burnout. He caught the mud flaps on fire for his car. We saw it in a truck race a couple weeks ago. Um, but this time, it's even better, Travis, because who was his sponsor? There's only emergency fire alert system. So with the emergency mm. fire alert system car, he caught it on fire. That mm. is some great brand placing. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Get rid of the mud flaps, NASCAR. The fire flaps. We'll talk more about that. Uh, my number one from the uh, Sports Weekend uh, sees us in SEC baseball as uh, Florida pitcher Brandon Neely. He gets thrown out of the game for celebrating a strikeout. And then the very next inning, his teammate Jack Colion uh, hits a, a grand slam and he walks straight to the dugout. No celebration, no high fives with his teammates at all. Kind of showing up the umpire a little bit. But hey, come on. It's baseball. Let him play. Let him show a little bit of emotion and then kind of sticking it to the umpire uh, there, just yeah. walking straight to the dugout. We, it seems like we at least once a year have these stories about these college baseball games where an umpire ejects somebody. He struck him out. He got out of a like, jam. Yeah. Like, you know, or or the, the pitcher from last year who, after the guy hit the home run, tackled him at the third baseline. And, you know, it I seems like every year we have, we have an issue with baseball. And, yeah. and college baseball. So Yeah, it was nothing, though. My number three, and this is great for an audio podcast. It's more of a visual. But uh, this picture was taken at the Martinsville racetrack yesterday, and I'm going to show it to Travis. And it shows that, no, the conspiracy is not true, Travis. Dale is alive. That is wow. a that is not a Photoshop picture. It's actually That's a Dale Earnhardt impersonator. Um, and he goes uh, to multiple on. races. When the fire suit and everything walks around the crowd, he's got the sunglasses, but multiple people have seen him at different races around the area. And if you were just not paying attention watching the race and you see this guy walk by, wow. you would probably for a second go, <gasps> Yeah, because full jumpsuit, full fire suit. Yeah. Nice. Mustache. Yeah. The, everything. Pretty spot on. Yeah. Look it up. It's, it's out there on social media. Hmm. So a very interesting uh, Dale Earnhardt sighting. Yes. At Martinsville this week. He's still around. 
uh, also participating in a beverage there as well. So yes. uh, we'll get to NASCAR more into the uh, pod as well as the uh, postseason. But coming up next here on uh, ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry, I'm sure, talking more about the Jalen Hurts contract and the NBA playoffs as well. And uh, we will uh, talk to you uh, tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back into the starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Still got a lot to uh, talk about here. Coming up, we're going to play that uh, cash game. Also, we're going to be uh, hitting up on the uh, postseason action from uh, this weekend in the NBA. And also uh, take a look at uh, the NHL postseason that gets underway uh, tonight and get our Stanley Cup picks. And we also get to a NASCAR and a NASCAR pick as well. All coming up here in the uh, pod. So, uh, first, before I get to any of that, is there anything on Sports Center that you wanted to clean up that we didn't get to? Matt Fit- Fitzpatrick won the RBC Heritage in a playoff. Oh, yeah, that's right. He had that nice yep. uh, shot. Yep. To set him up in the third playoff hole. Yep. What a shot. Yep. That's all I got. Hmm. All you got. We covered or will be covering everything yeah, else. That's so. true. That is uh that is true. Um some people won the Boston Marathon, but I can't pronounce their names, so Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. Well there's that. Sorry. <laughs> there's and a lot that. of injuries in the NBA, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, so well let's get to the NBA and the uh, postseason. Like you mentioned on uh, Friday, uh the Bulls uh, season uh, comes to a close there. In Miami, as they were victorious in the play-in, 102 to 91. So the uh, up and down season for Chicago, squeezing into the uh, play-in, comes to a close at the hands of uh, Strauss, 31 points. Yep, lighting them up there on Friday. And then the uh, T Wolves got the win over the uh, Thunder in convincing fashion, 122 to 95, to advance to Sunday's games. But before we we close the book completely on this Bulls team, Travis. Mm-hmm. So I was reading a quote in, in an article um, that the Bulls had on the end of their season. Their vice president basically saying, "Oh, well, after the All Star break, we were fourteen and nine, so we're on the right path." Yeah, on the right path. It's only five games above five hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's not that great. No, if, you if the Bulls would have been like. 20 and 3 mm-hmm. after the All-Star break then you go okay we're on this uh, we're on the right path. Yeah. He said um when asking about a rebuild in the offseason. So that's been thrown around all this season blow up rebuild it's not on our minds. We changed our minds in the 2021 season to focus on winning and try to build a sustainable program here. I think that's what we're focused on right now. How we can help this group and how we can improve from this year. Yeah, you need to improve. Because you didn't make the playoffs. Right. Like, Kobe White is on his last year of his rookie deal, and they say they want to absolutely resign him. And Vucevic is also going to be a free agent. Um, Vucevic, by the way, Travis, played all 82 games. Oh, nice. This season. 
Um, and Vucevich did say on Saturday after the season uh, that he has enjoyed his two and a half seasons with the Bulls and says the Bulls will have priority. He'd like to stay there, but that's on the front office to decide and work with his agent. So, uh, yeah, they said the offense was what kept the Bulls back all season, which I agree completely. Um, they also said that the vice president said my responsibility is to look at everything. At the end of the day, to be a 500 team is not good enough. It's not good enough for this organization. It's not good enough for the fan base. They deserve better. So I'm going to have to look at everything, how I can help this group do better. We have to move forward. I'll be open to anything. And they also talked about Lonzo because to me, that's the big key. When is Lonzo coming back? Yeah. If ever. Um, they still don't have a timetable for Ball's return. Uh, they also uh, declined to comment on whether the team would petition the NBA for salary relief on the remaining $43 million that's owed to Ball if the league determines that Ball's injury is career-ending. Quote, I have confidence he's going to come back in terms of timeline. I don't have that timeline right now because he just had his procedure. So we still don't know anything about Lonzo Ball. We probably right. won't know anything about him, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And this Bulls team is sounding like they're going to wait for him to kind of get better. And that's not. Yeah. I don't know what's up with this team and the way it's being run. Like, to me, oh, we it's not good enough for your fan base. And we want to build sustainable winning. You haven't done it yet. You finished below 500. Like, quit acting like you are some great team that's had a great year and just got ousted from the playoffs. You were 40 and 42. Yeah. You got lucky to get a win in the first game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to come back to do it. Yeah. This Bulls team was not good this year. When no. you look at the talent on it, it should have been yeah. much better. Right. And after making the uh, playoffs last year, yep. a lot of high hopes Yep. for this season, but just not to be. Blow it up. Blow it up, he says. Get rid of everybody. I'd keep... DeRozan and Levine. Mm, yeah. Two good ones to keep. I would keep those two, and I'd build around those two. Yeah. Right. I, I see you looking at me, Travis. No, I, I would not. I mean, if you if you blow it up, you you might as well get rid of those two. If no. you want to truly blow it up. I'd, I'd keep those two. Those are your two franchise key names to build around. Oh, yeah. Everyone else, I would say, is expendable. I know. My heart says no, <laughs> but that's just my heart. Yeah. Ship off the Chicago kid. He's, he, he didn't play well down the stretch. Now, he got limited minutes because they brought in Patrick Beverly, but that tells you what they thought of him if they brought in Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's definitely shown some... Uh, Glimpses and uh, glimpses of playing time, bright yep. spots, but yeah, once Not they consistent. once they brought in Pat Bev, he played a whole lot more yep. uh, than he did. So uh, Chicago season, the Bulls uh, comes to a close. Now Chicago can focus on the uh, Cubs. Do they pay attention to the White Sox? I don't know, and uh, they'll focus on the draft for the Bears. Yeah, as not as well. much as they would have if uh, the Bears kept the one pick. No. No, but uh, still see if uh, what they do with that a nine slot there. That's what the city of Chicago has to worry about. Yep. 
Uh, first round games, game one of the uh, 76ers. Uh, they got by uh, the uh, Nets 121-201. And uh, nothing really to say about here. Kind of what you expected uh, from uh, Philadelphia uh, getting it done against Brooklyn. Uh, same way it goes for the Celtics. They won 112 to 99 over the Hawks. Jalen Brown goes off for a 29 and 12 boards in the game one of victory. Uh, the Knicks, uh, they got the uh, close one over the uh, Cavs. I think that they were pretty much in control of the entire game, though. Uh, 101 to 97 to take a 1-0 series lead for New York. Donovan Mitchell goes off for a 38 in the loss for Cleveland as the Knicks take game one on the road mm-hmm. there. And then the uh, Kings, they did it. They rode the wave of emotion, and uh, there was uh, some good performances by uh, the Warriors, but uh, the Kings get it done. They lit up the beam, and it was 126-123 to a victory for Sacramento and De'Aaron Fox, 38 big points to help the Kings win this one. And it was a close one. It was it probably was. the entertaining game of oh, yeah. the first round, what we thought it would be. And uh, the Kings ended up uh, taking this one and uh, getting the win, taking the yep. 1-0 series lead. Yep. And congratulations to them. I mean, mm-hmm. they they down the stretch, they outplayed the Warriors. They did. Yep. And so uh, Sacramento hadn't been there a long time. Coach Brown and the Kings get it done. Take a 1-0 series lead. On a Sunday, it was the Lakers getting the win over the uh, Grizzlies, 128-1-12, to as uh, there was a uh, injury to a Ja Morant yep. going down, and he ran to the locker room almost immediately yep. and uh, never returned. Nope. It was also a scare for Anthony Davis as well in the first half, but he would eventually come back to play at 22 points, 12 uh, rebounds. Uh, but everyone's talking about the injury uh, to uh, John Moran and here on ESPN uh, that uh, Moran is in jeopardy to miss game two of the series. Travis, I don't think he's going to be back this season. Yeah, it, it did not did not look good, especially and... how much pain he was in and just immediately – Right. I I think that that, uh, you know, Travis, it's really annoying. And by really annoying, I mean, like, I, I really want to, I want to use colorful language on how annoying it is. Mm-hmm. That once again, sweet King LeBron. Yep. Is going to have it all set up for him again. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to go on and face the Nuggets, who a lot of people are already saying is an overrated one seed anyways. Mm-hmm. And then he can beat them. And then he can the NBA will find some way for him to make it back to the NBA <laughs> Finals. Yeah. It's just so it's annoying. Yep, right. That it always. The Kings can upset the Warriors. The Lakers would have them in the next round. No, they'd have the, they'd have the Nuggets. Uh, I thought they said they would face Golden State. Oh, maybe they would. Yeah, they would. Yeah, you're right. Take the look at the brackets, but 
I'm um, not looking at the bracket, so I, I trust you. Either more. way. Yeah. Either way. I trust you more. Either way, I would agree. It sets yeah. up perfectly uh, yeah. for LeBron. And He's either going to take down the Kings, who are the young team that he can, you know, yeah. beat, or the Warriors, who can't win away from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But in this case, the Warriors would have the, the home, home court, court advantage. advantage. Yeah. So, but... Don't worry, Steph will get injured, or Clay Thompson will get injured in that game, or Andrew Wiggins will get injured in that series. Yeah, Steph really is still banked up. He's yep. still got that uh, shoulder sleeve yep. on and whatnot. So, right for the pickings for then LeBron. Then it'll probably be the Suns, and Durant will go down. Yeah. And, yeah, it'll, it'll just be so that's a perfect for LeBron. And uh, Austin Reeves, the Laker legend, grows as he had a nice performance on Sunday. And Hachimura as well. Yep, he came in. He came up big uh, on Sunday as well. And uh, the Lakers own the one zero series lead. Uh, the Heat, they got it done after winning the play in on Friday. They got it done and they steal Game One on the road, one thirty to one seventeen. And Giannis yes. gets injured as well. I was gonna say. Yes, they stole it on the road, but you got to put an asterisk by that. So that they're going to monitor Giannis here with a back injury. I I think you sit him game two. And then potentially uh, go down 2-0, going to Miami. I would much rather do that and, and take my chances than to push him back, win this game, maybe win game three, and then if he gets injured game four or gets injured next round if you make it. Yeah. You see, back issues have uh, not been the injuries that he's had this season. He's been having knee problems throughout the uh, year more than anything, but uh, he took a hard fall there after colliding with uh, Kevin Love, trying to slide in uh, for the charge and – I saw it live, and Giannis going right down directly on his back uh, there, and, and knew his trouble uh, as soon as it happened. And he tried to stay in the game for a little bit, but you could tell he was hampered uh, by it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ends up going to the locker room, and he tried to come back out, and then he went right back in, and then he didn't play uh, anymore. And then uh, Jimmy Butler, again, coming up big in the playoffs. Once again, 35 points. Uh, and it just looked easy. Sometimes they had a lot of runouts uh, there with uh, Milwaukee, some of them in foul trouble as well. But uh, I didn't even know that Joe Ingles was a buck. Who knew? Who knew? Travis finds out a lot of NBA players are on teams that he didn't think yes, they were on. Yes, it's about this time. This it time. is that time of year. Uh, like uh, Luke Kennard is a uh, Memphis Grizzly. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. DeAndre Jordan is a Nugget. Who knew? And the Nuggets, they uh, went by Timberwolves easily, 109-280. to uh, Jamal Murray had a 24 points in uh, this one, one of the top performers for uh, Denver. And Gus Johnson was on the call uh, for this game as well. So they had to dust him off in the mm. uh, triple header that TNT had on uh, yesterday to call NBA basketball. And there was also, I saw the late scuffle in that one as well with, uh, guess who, Kyle Anderson ah. in the middle of it for uh, Minnesota. Picked up a flagrant foul. And, what a shocker. <sighs> yeah, I know, right? 
and then uh, the game before the Nuggets game, it was the Clippers of stealing the game one against the Suns, 115-201-10. Kawhi Leonard coming up with a couple clutch uh, three-pointers late in that one. He had 38, and Russell Westbrook coming up big in game one as well. He might have been getting into it with some fans in the lounge uh, before coming out of halftime, uh, but he comes out and he only has nine points in the game and three for 19 from the field. But he came up big with those two free throws at the very end of that uh, defensive stop and throwing off a of Booker uh, as well. And I didn't even know Nicholas Batoon. He's still in the league. He is. Yeah, he's, he plays for the Clippers. He's starting oh. for the Clippers. Learn something new every day. Played 21 minutes. Only had three points though. That's not good. But he's still in the league. Mm. Uh, hey, so. I kind of want the Heat to keep winning, Travis, because as long as the Heat keep winning, uh, Udonis Haslam's career will continue. Yeah, he keeps going. keeps going for uh, the young fella. And Young fella. <laughs> to be f- Hold on. You keep going. No, go ahead. And uh, so, obviously, we'll have to uh, monitor the injury uh, situations with uh, Ja, Giannis, and also uh, the Heat. They had that big injury to Tyler Hero as well as he's going to be out as he broke his hand in the game as well, diving for a loose ball there. So that's going to hurt them a little bit for the rest of the series as well. By the way, Udonis Haslam, Travis, uh, this season averaging 10 minutes a game and three points a game. Ah, yes. In case you were wondering, Udonis Haslam mm-hmm. joined the started his professional career in 2002, joined the Heat in 03. Yep. I was <laughs> in seventh grade. Right. Yep. He started We're playing with Miami. Mm-hmm. And he's been with Miami ever since. Yeah. Never left. Never left. Stuck it out in Good South Beach. gravy. He's going to end up being their all-time career records just because he's going to be there the most. Oh, definitely. Most rebounds, most defensive rebounds, most offensive rebounds in Heat history. Yeah. Got a couple of championships. Three times champion. Too. Yeah, three yep. times. So All NBA second team. Yeah. And became the first undrafted player in NBA history to set a franchise rebounding record. Mm. But you didn't know that, did you? No, I did not. Teach you something a new nice, today. Uh, a nice uh, storied career for yep. the Haslam that continues. So uh, we got games two tonight. Only two of them, though. Uh, doubleheader on TNT. It's the Nets, 76ers, and uh, Philly favored by 10 points in a game two and then Warriors and the Kings in Sacramento and surprisingly Golden State favored by one and a half points in the game tonight hmm. for game twos so then uh, two more game twos on Tuesday or we got three of them Hawks Celtics Knicks Cavs and Clippers Suns so that's action tomorrow there you go um, game one's in the uh, books for the NBA playoffs, getting in full swing there. And uh, tonight, getting underway, is the uh, NHL playoffs as uh, they get underway for game ones tonight. One last Udonis Haslam fact for you. Uh, his final regular season game, Travis, he had a Kobe moment as he scored 24 points in 25 minutes. He became the first 42-year-old in NBA history to score 24 more points in a game. and marked his highest scoring output since 2009. Yeah, there you go. In 2023, he scored the most <laughs> points he'd ever had since 2009. There you go. Goes off. Has a Kobe moment. <laughs> Just And what? how many points did he get? 
24. Ah, there, even more so. A tribute of Kobe. <laughs> tribute to Kobe. Tribute to Final Mamba. regular season game. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, you Just Donis. let Adonis take all the shots <laughs> in that last game. Oh. Might as well. If the Heat are down and, like, the series is over and, like, the final game they're down by, like, 15 points at the end, just give Haslam the ball. Yeah, you got to – and you got to put him in. Yeah, sure. you got to put him in. <laughs> you got Get to. him those 10 minutes he's averaging this season. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, Adonis Haslam. What a guy. What a guy. All right, so uh, the NHL, it, it begins uh, tonight for game ones. We have four of them. You got the Islanders uh, matching up with the uh, Hurricanes. Uh, you got the Panthers uh, starting off with the uh, Bruins. Wild are up against the uh, Stars and Kings face Edmonton uh, tonight to begin the uh, Stanley Cup of playoffs to see who will host the uh stanley's a cup and uh of course the bruins it's been their season this year they've broke records most points most wins and uh they were wired to wire atlantic champions but they're trying to break the president's trophy curse the president's trophy is awarded to the league's best record of the previous 36 president trophy winners 11 of them advanced to the Stanley Cup final, and only eight of those teams hosted the Cup. Only three teams in the salary cap era since 05-06 have won the President's Trophy and advanced to the Stanley Cup final. So uh, they're trying to break that trend as well. And Colorado is the reigning defending Stanley Cup champion. So we'll see if they can go back-to-back. The Lightning, they'll try to get back in there and try to take three of the past four seasons of the Stanley Cups. As Even though they're not in action tonight in tomorrow's Game 1, it's Toronto versus Tampa Bay. Run it back same way as last year. And I was trying to get the uh, sports equivalent to a Toronto they have been the uh, least successful, I think, in recent history of the uh, original six franchises in the National Hockey League. Is They haven't won and hoisted the Cup since the 60s. They haven't won a playoff series since 2004, or they haven't won. Well, reached the conference finals since 2004 and Austin Matthews uh, one of the uh, better players in the league of course you could argue in who's the second best player in the league uh, behind Connor McDavid from an offensive standpoint you could say it's Austin Matthews or uh, Nathan McKinnon as well there might be some other uh, contenders there as well but I think that's two kind of the most prolific names uh, out there yeah Matthews and McDavid uh, there uh, he's lost seven consecutive series or Toronto's lost seven consecutive series and four of those have gone down to a game seven including last year when they had it they had the lead in game uh, six the series at least they lost game six and they would eventually lose uh, game seven uh, there to uh, the uh, lightning so uh, Toronto trying to snap the uh, curse 
And I didn't even know what you call the curse, bub. Uh, one of the most popular teams in Canada. They know where uh, they are. And every time the postseason uh, comes around, this gets talked about. So uh, Edmonton kind of got the monkey off their back in that aspect with uh, they couldn't win an opening round series either. Uh, but they got it done and they got all the way to the uh, Western Conference Finals. But, of course, everyone knows what happened there as they got swept by the Avalanche on the Avalanche's path to the uh, championship uh, last year on their way to uh, the uh, Stanley Cup as well. Uh, game one's tomorrow. You got an intriguing one between the Rangers and a Devils battle for the New York, New Jersey area. And New Jersey, uh, they probably shouldn't have been here this year. You got the Hughes brothers uh, matching up and the Rangers. They've been stacking uh, players, uh, of course, you know, Vladdy Tarasenko, uh, Patrick Kane, uh, and Panarin uh, there as well was Sisterkin, who won the uh, Vinza a year ago. So the Rangers are pretty stacked. They're a pretty popular pick. Uh, the Lightning and Maple Leaf series starting tomorrow. Jets and uh, Golden Knights. Uh, Golden Knights back into the uh, playoffs and having a superb uh, season. And Eric's crack and matching up with the Avalanche on Tuesday as well. And, uh, of course, um, uh, Colorado trying to defend their title with uh, Nathan McKinnon uh, leading the charge there uh, this season uh, for the Avalanche. As Really, is this the uh, Bruins uh, playoffs to uh, lose, even though they don't have history on their side from that aspect and the Lightning, when they uh, set the record, they lost in the opening round uh, as well. But I think the uh, Bruins can get by the uh, Panthers. And uh, let's see. Let's just go through my uh, picks here for the uh, first round between Colorado and Seattle. Sorry uh, to Eric, but I think Colorado is going to win this one. I do think the Kraken, they made it the playoffs in their second year in existence, but I think Colorado will get it done, and I think they get it done in five games here as they'll move on. I like this one between Dallas and Minnesota. They're pretty neck and neck, and so it's really kind of hard to call. That's why I have Dallas winning in seven games. It could go either way. Of course, Minnesota losing to the Blues last year in the opening round of the postseason a year ago. Uh, the Knights and the Jets, the other matchup there, the other uh, number one seed for uh, Vegas. And I got them sweeping the Jets. Uh, I don't think that the Jets could compare to what uh, Vegas has been uh, going out this year. Uh, Edmonton is squaring off against uh, the Kings. I got Edmonton in uh, five games uh, there. Over on the Eastern Conference side, uh, Boston and uh, uh, Florida. I think Florida will uh, get one game, but that's, I think, all they're getting. Uh, I don't think they'll pull off the upsets of all upsets. And uh, I have Boston in a five year. Uh, Carolina and the Islanders, a lot of people, a lot of experts. Uh, it's been a trendy pick to pick the Islanders uh, to win here. Uh, but I got Carolina doing just enough and uh, getting by uh, with the win. I think it goes six games. I wouldn't be surprised if it went seven. Uh, but I got Carolina in six. Uh, the Devils and the Rangers. I got the Rangers here, hoping for a good series, hoping for a seven-game series here with these two outstanding teams. But uh, I liked what the pieces that the Rangers added uh, this season. So I got them. And then Toronto and Tampa. 
cheering for it. I don't have a lot of faith in it, but I'm cheering for Toronto. So I got Toronto in seven games taking this uh, first-round series uh, there. First round? First round. Okay. You, this is my little to no research. Mm-hmm. This is just gut. You ready? Uh-huh. I'll start with the the kind of series that you ended with. Uh, I, I like the Rangers over the, the Devils. Um, I don't know how many games. I just like the Rangers. I like the Panthers. Or, excuse me, I like the, the Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Um, give me Toronto over Tampa Bay. And I think Boston over the Panthers. Mm-hmm. On the western side, I like Edmonton over the Kings. Yep. Vegas over the Jets. Dallas over the Wild. And I got to do it, Travis Kraken over the Avalanche. <laughs> they pull off the upset. Yep, I got to do it. I've they, been with them all season. They knock out the Stanley Cup champions out of the first round. That's right. <laughs> a one seed. Uh, man, that would be uh, be pretty epic. I can hope, can I? <laughs> uh, in the next round, I got a Cal- uh, Colorado against Dallas, and I got Colorado uh, winning in uh, six games. And in the other one, I got uh, Vegas uh, up against Edmonton. And I got Edmonton winning in seven games here. So uh, you got the uh, Kraken and Stars. Yep, I got uh, the Kraken. <laughs> going to the finals. No, going to the conference Western finals. Conference yes, finals. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. And I got uh, the Oilers over the Knights. Yeah. So I'm what I'm hoping for on the eastern side. It's a Boston matching up with uh, Toronto. I got Boston in six games here. Hey, Toronto, you should be happy with winning one playoff series, but you're not going to be uh, Boston this season. And then on the other side, I got the Rangers winning over Carolina, and I also got that one going six games. I echo your sentiments completely, Boston and the Rangers. Um, and then I'm hoping for an epic uh, conference finals in both as on one side, it's Colorado versus Edmonton. And I got Edmonton uh, exercising the demons from last year. They not only win one game, but they win four of them as they take this in six games for the Oilers and Connor McDavid advancing to the Stanley Cup finals. I got the Kraken in the Oilers and uh, the Kraken's run ends here. I got the ah. Oilers beating the Kraken. Cinderella story yes. comes to an end at the hands of Connor McDavid. Yep, yep. <laughs> Hoping for an epic series, Boston versus the Rangers. It's New York versus Boston. Oh, yeah. And I got Boston in seven. I'll agree with you. Boston in seven. And uh, the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, Edmonton versus the Bruins. Who's going to lift the cup? I'm hoping for Connor McDavid. Everyone knows I'm a fan of uh, Mike Trout, and he's kind of the Mike Trout of mm-hmm. hockey. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think Boston's just too good. So I'm going to pick Boston here, going for the safe bet. And I will pick the Oilers, Travis, because the President's Cup curse strikes its head again and yep. prevents Boston from winning the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. The last six teams that have gotten as many wins as Boston, three have won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they were all Montreal Canadian teams. No team that wasn't the Canadians have ever won as many games and mm. gotten the Stanley Cup. Yeah. President's Trophy curse continues. Yep. Huh? Yep. Yeah. 
I think they're going to be definitely uh, tough to stop uh, for sure. So uh, they got uh, one of the leading candidates for the Vinza and Yulmark. And offensively, you know, they're uh, great with Pasternak and all those guys for the Bruins. Forget what I said, Travis. Cracking over Boston in four. There you go. In a sweep. Four. Wow. Crack and sweep the Bruins. Uh, that's not a very exciting <laughs> Stanley Cup Finals. No, would Kraken. that not be super exciting that the second-year team that everyone wrote off took right. down the winningest team in NHL regular season history in a sweep? <sighs> that would be something. <laughs> that would be one of the most insane things in sports. <laughs> Wow. What do you think the line for that series would be, Travis? <laughs> I think Boston would be heavy, heavy favorites. So I don't even think that has any value to that pick. But, man, I'll see what happens. And it's one of the best tournaments, one of the best playoffs in all of yep. uh, sports and one of the most rewarding as well by lifting one of the greatest trophies in all of sports. All right, so before we get to uh, NASCAR, let's play this uh, money game that, that we got right, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. And this is uh, focusing on MLB pitchers. Is that right? Yeah. Or, um, yes. I mean, you said something about building a rotation. I, I did. Un unfortunately, I thought I saved it. Uh-oh. And it did not say. Oh, there it is. There it is. Whoo. Okay. All right. So you have $15, Travis, to build your dream rotation from the past 25 years. Okay? Mm -hmm. These are only pitchers from the past 25 years. So we'll start. I know you could do, and people would say, oh, well, I could pick two $2 pitchers and not pick a $4 one and blah, blah, blah. We're not doing it that way. We're doing you get one at every level. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell you the pitchers at each level. You tell me who you're picking. And uh, do you want me to keep track of our rotations, or do you want to keep track? Hmm. I just want to look at the uh, – is uh, this board – is that way? No, that's no. from no. a long time ago. I can send it to you. Yeah, please. That okay. would definitely help me out more than – more than that, Yeah. Boom. There you go. It just sent, so. Give it a little bit. You know how technology works. All right. I got it. Okay. So we'll start, like I said, with the $1 tier, and then we'll work our way up. So for our listeners, at the $1 tier, this is the past 25 years. For a dollar, you get Roy Oswald, Brandon Webb. R.A. Dickey, Jake Peavy, or you Darvish, Travis? Those are your $1 pitchers. Oh, man. So, I, uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to? We can alternate, kind of snake draft it on who goes first. And whoever one person picks is off the board. The other person can't pick them. Uh, as much as it would uh, tempt me. To go, Ari Dickey, <laughs> <laughs> the knuckleball extraordinaire, yeah. Cy Young winner, or at least runner-up, I think. I don't know, but knuckleball and Ari Dickey is just a great combination of name and, uh, and pitch specialty. Yep. Yep. Uh, but I mean, if you're gonna give me a dollar for Jake Peavy, I'll take it. Yeah, I got Jake Peavy. Uh, that's who I was gonna pick. Um, so because of that, I will go you Darvish. Um, 
Uh, he has moments. Again, this is a back-of-the-rotation guy, so I, I having you, Darvish, as my fifth, I'll take that. All right, $2 level. You got uh, Adam Wainwright, Cliff Lee, Tim Lincecum, Timmy Jim Jam, Timmy uh, Big, big time, Tim, big, big time, time Timmy, Timmy Jim, Jim. Uh, Corey Kluber, or Mark Burley. And I get to go first here. I could be the total snake and get Adam Wainwright from Travis, but I won't do that this time. Um, I will go. I'll go Corey Kluber. Hmm. For two dollars, I think Corey Kluber is a pretty good pickup. Yeah, I love the value for uh, Cliff Lee there. Yep. Uh, if Adam Wainwright wasn't here, I would go Mark Burley, but I'm gonna go Wayno. Yeah, I've, I, I, you got to. Knowing you, you have to. All right, three dollars for three dollars, Travis. You can get Mike Mucina, John Lester, Steven Strasburg, Zach Grinky, or Chris Sale. Mm. Now we are assuming these are prime in their prime, right? Yeah, not shell of his former self, Chris Sale, who can't pitch <laughs> know. for seven innings. Yeah, no, uh, man, Sale and Strasburg being there, injury mm-hmm. prone, mm-hmm. Uh, the way that they are. Uh, I'm gonna go with John Lester here. Oh, you jerk! <laughs> I gave you Wayno, and you took Lester from me. Yep, playing the game. Oh man. <laughs> All right, I will go Strasburg then. Uh, yes, the injury is is not great, but again, if we're talking prime, he at his prime was one of the most dominant pitchers um, in our past twenty five years. So. Yeah, I really like him. But uh, four dollars, Roy Holiday, Madison Bumgarner, Felix Hernandez, uh, Johan Santana, or CC Sabathia. Travis, who you got? <laughs> Johan Santana. That's a name, right? <laughs> Oh, no, I, I go first. I would say you go first in this one. I go first. Um, I will go with Felix Hernandez. Ah, that's a great pick. The king, King Felix, I, I always felt was a little underappreciated because he was out in Seattle when Seattle wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a great – I love that pick there. Uh, but uh, I already got a one uh, lefty here. So, I uh, am going to go with Roy Holiday. That's not a bad pick either. All right, and our final tier for $5, Travis, Pedro Martinez, Clayton Kershaw, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, or Randy Johnson? Randy Johnson. Oh, man, what a guy. What a guy. Taking photos now. I know, right? How weird. <laughs> The big unit. Oh, yeah. That's what it says on his uh, yeah. wiki. It's his nickname. The big unit is an American photographer and former professional baseball <laughs> pitcher. That's the former. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> former 300 strikeout. Right, but nope. He's a photographer. Photographer. In his, uh, in his bio. He's always carrying the big unit with him now. Yeah. Take pictures. Ah, oh, man. You can't go wrong, obviously, with anybody here. Uh, but I'm going to go Pedro. 
I, I, it's a, a a great choice. That was my second choice. In his prime, I, I think of that 98 uh, All-Star game where at the height of the home run hitters, <laughs> he struck out all three of them in the same inning Yeah, and just dominated that All-Star. I, I think it was 99, not 98. Either way, this is the All-Star game at Fenway, yeah. and he just electrified that crowd. Yeah, Pedro was awesome. But there is only one guy, Travis, on this list who has killed a bird with a pitch. <laughs> and that is Randy Johnson. So that is who I'm going with. The big unit. The big unit. I like it. So here's here's our rotations. Travis, Jake Peavy, Adam Wainwright, John Lester, Roy Holiday, and Pedro Martinez. I have you Darvish, Corey Kluber, Steven Strasburg, King Felix Hernandez, and Randy Johnson. There you go. Maybe maybe I'll look up some more of these and we'll we'll do some more of these throughout the uh the I year. like it. So there you go. I like it. Starting rotations from the past 25 years. Mm-hmm. So, alrighty, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. All right, we are going to move on to NASCAR Pick'em and NASCAR in general. Because I I gotta I gotta rant for 30 seconds. So. Entering the season, we heard the big news from NASCAR that they had rain tires available to use at all the short tracks. So Friday night, it was raining during the truck race. So what did they do? They didn't start the race on time. They allowed the track to kind of get dried. And then they said, you know what? We're going to put rain tires on. And they basically rode around with the rain tires on as a way to dry the track. Not to actually race. Oh. And then once the track was dry, then they came in and forced everyone to put on the race tires. And then once the race got past halfway, it started raining again. And they called the race because it was past halfway. Hmm. So if you're a fan in the stands, I'm livid. Yeah. Like, and the drivers actually were saying, like, put us back on the rain tires. Give it a chance. Like, basically, what we've what we found out is these rain tires, Travis, are meant to be in puddles. That's oh. it. That's all they're, that, that they said. If the track is uh, moist or damp, they will not go out there and race in them. So, basically, it's for when the track is mostly dry and there are a few puddles left. That is what <laughs> the rain tires are for. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> that... Uh, so doesn't seem like rain tires. It doesn't at all. seem like rain tires at all. So <laughs> as I heard Denny Hamlin say on his podcast this morning, then take off the dang mud flaps. They're catching on fire, and if we're not going to race when it's actually raining, why do we need them? Right. Hundred percent valid point. Mm-hmm. Take those silly things off. Yeah. But anyways, Kyle Larson got the win at Martinsville. Travis, I will be honest with you. I thought this race was awful. Awful. There wasn't a whole lot of passing from what I saw. It was. It wasn't as bad as last year's Martinsville race, but that was one of the top five worst races I've ever seen. So it had a lot to live up to. Um, mm. But uh, I tuned into this race a little after halfway. Didn't watch a whole lot of it, and I looked at the top five, and I remembered who I had, and I remembered who you had, and I said. Oh, Brad's fifth. Where's Martin Truex Jr.? Oh, 
30th. Well, that's a win for Travis. It was looking good. And I have no idea what happened. <laughs> but Martin Truex Jr. finished third, and Brad Keselowski finished 24th. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Travis, I don't know what to say anymore. It's just uh, been a rough year for me. It, it has. And, and I apologize. <laughs> I <laughs> it's been a beat down. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a beat down the season but, and my average finish is not great. Yeah, I'm I haven't <laughs> I'm going to figure that up at some point, but I'm trying to hold off as long as possible. Yeah. Um but Travis, do not fret and do not fear. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to Talladega this weekend. Talladega, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anyone can win there. Mm-hmm. So, we're heading to Talladega this weekend. Talladega. I mean, the last time we were at a plate track, at Daytona, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won, and Travis Pastrana almost had a top ten. Yeah. So, Travis Pastrana not in the race, by the way. But oh, darn. I wish he was. I was just going to ask that. Nope. Not as far as I know. But it's still early in the week. You never know. Darn. Well, uh, Talladega, always fun. Super Speedway is uh, yes. always fun uh, for yep. sure. So, yep. And you got a full day, of ra- a full weekend of racing. No trucks this weekend, but the ARCA series returns. And watching the ARCA cars and drivers who have no experience go around Talladega is absolutely hilarious. Because <laughs> they either wreck out three quarters of the field or they get separated and don't know how to do anything. Either way, it's entertaining. Tune it in. is, and uh, super speedways are almost always entertaining as well. All right, uh, so uh, that will wrap it up. Uh, that will uh, uh, do it uh, for uh, today's uh, show, and I'll try to get back on the uh, board at uh, Talladega. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, downloading, and uh, talk to you tomorrow. Peace.